In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus exclaimed, I bless you, Father, Lord of heaven and of earth, for hiding these things from the learned and clever and revealing them to mere children. Yes, Father, for that is what it pleased you to do. Everything has been entrusted to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, just as no one knows the Father except the Son, and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. The Gospel of the Lord The learned and clever would certainly regard the children's game of hide-and-seek as childish and below their level of intelligence. But to mere children, the game has not lost its appeal, and we find universal variants throughout the world and in various countries and cultures. Would this be the reason for our Lord to use this analogy to explain a basic proof of how God interacts with us? He hides things from the learned and the clever and reveals them to mere children. The idea that God hides himself, a God who lives in light inaccessible, is an ancient one, an idea, inf an idea familiar to Hebrews and the Jews who read the Old Testament. Why would God choose to hide? Part of the reason God hides is because, as scripture testifies, if we saw God full on, we would perish in the encounter. For a Jew, this seemingly insignificant point forms the very basis of their relationship with God, the finite creature reaching out to the infinite deity. It is a reminder that God isn't a product of human imagination. God isn't a projection of human hopes and fears. God is outside and beyond our ideas. For the Jew, God is invincible, invisible, not only to our eyes, but also invisible to our imaginations. But God does not only hide, God also reveals. Fundamentally, God reveals himself but remains hidden within the very act of revelation. God's hiddenness and revelation converge and reaches its climax in the person of Jesus Christ. In fact, Jesus is ultimately the re revelation of God par excellence. He is the visible image of the invisible deity. Jesus reveals the unfathomable depths of God and yet remains a mystery in himself. According to Saint Irenaeus, the word revealed God to men and presented men to God. He safeguarded the invisibility of the Father to prevent man from treating God with contempt and to set before him a constant goal to which, towards which to make progress. On the other hand, he revealed God to men and made him visible in many ways to prevent man from being totally separated from God and so cease to be. And so we find in today's Gospel passage a God who hides himself and true understanding from the learned and the clever but reveals himself to mere children, the ignorant, the weak, the needy, 
It would appear that a revelation of God doesn't stand up to those in their hubris, place great pride in their own wisdom and knowledge. God, in fact, has hidden the teachings of Jesus from the wise, or to be exact, those who think of themselves as wise, and instead reveals them to the seemingly ignorant and misguided. For those who revel in their own cleverness, God will remain forever hidden. On the other hand, when Christians are called to emulate the vulnerability of children to receive the revelation of God with an open heart, unencumbered by prejudice and cynicism, then God no longer remains hidden, but is fully revealed. Humility allows us to see. In Christ, we will find the perfection of all knowledge and wisdom. He is then the antidote to false worship of knowledge, so prevalent in our days. In Christ, we would finally come to understand that the Lord hides himself from us because he is God, and God reveals himself to us because he is love. There is no greater symbol of this truth than in the symbol of the cross. God is hidden at the moment of his fullest disclosure. God is revealed with amazing and unexpected tenderness and beauty in the ugly and violent drama of the cross. On the cross, where God's absence was most profound, God's mercy and grace was most present. In the cross and resurrection of the Son, we will find our answer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.